Our scripture this morning is from Hebrews chapter 11. Uh, Hebrews chapter 11, we'll read just one verse this morning. If you would uh, please uh, stand for the reading of Hebrews 11 and verse 28. By faith he, that's Moses, kept the Passover and sprinkled the blood so that the destroyer of the firstborn might not touch them. May God add his richest blessing to the reading of this portion of his holy word. Will you pray with me, please? Again, our Father, we are thankful for your holy word, and we pray that by the power of your spirit you would come and speak to us, that we would hear the voice of our good shepherd in our hearts, and we would see him high and lifted up. And knowing him, hearing him, and seeing him, we would follow him in spite of the inability and sin of the preacher. In Jesus' name, amen. Be seated, please. Faith in the blood. Moses had been living in the land of Midian, what we today call the Sinai Peninsula, between Egypt and the Middle East, uh, between the Mediterranean Sea to the north and the Red Sea to the south for 40 years. He had married Zipporah and worked tending sheep for her father, Jephro. Moses and Zipporah had two sons. And you know how the Lord spoke to Moses at the burning bush and sent him back to Egypt and the children of Israel to lead them out of bondage to Pharaoh. As Moses was on his way with his family to Egypt, the Lord spoke to Moses and said in Exodus 4, verses 22 and 23, Then you shall say to Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord, Israel is my firstborn son, and I say to you, Let my son go that he may serve me. If you refuse to let him go, behold, I will kill your firstborn son. If you do not let my people go, they are my firstborn son. If you do not let them go, I, the Lord, will kill your firstborn son. And the Lord sent plague after plague after plague upon the house of Egypt, but again and again and again Pharaoh's heart was hardened and he would not let them go. And then the Lord sent the tenth and final plague. He was true to his word. The last plague on the land of Egypt was the death of the firstborn. The Lord killed Pharaoh's firstborn son that night. That night, judgment came over the land of Egypt. The destroyer brought death to every house in the land. But the Lord told Moses how his people could be safe 
that night. And by faith, we read in our passage, by faith, Moses obeyed the word of the Lord. By faith, he told the children of Israel what to do, and by faith, they too obeyed the word of the Lord. And you know what the Lord said to do. Each household was to take a male lamb, a year old, a lamb without any defect, and slaughter it. If a household could not afford a lamb, they were to go in with their neighbor's house. Then they were to take some of the blood of the lamb and spread it on the door frame. And then they were to eat the lamb. And the Lord promised... The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and no plague will befall you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. It was the blood that would save the firstborn of Israel. And by faith, we read, Moses kept the Passover and sprinkled the blood. So now, faith in the blood is the subject of our text. Let's look at it. First in this passage, in this verse, we see the keeping of the Passover. Verse 28 says, by faith, he kept the Passover. The Lord told Moses that the people were to take the lambs, apply the blood to the doorframe, and then they were to gather in the house and then eat the roasted lamb with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. And they were to do it quickly, eat in haste. And this ceremony, which began that night, was instituted as an annual Memorial Day in Israel, they were to do it year by year in remembrance of what the Lord would do for them that night. By faith, Moses did what the Lord told him to do. He believed the Lord would do what he said, and so he kept the Passover. We see the keeping of the Passover. Secondly, in this passage, we see the sprinkling of blood. He says, again, in verse 28, By faith he kept the Passover and sprinkled the blood. Now, we read of Moses doing this in Exodus 12, uh, beginning with verse 21. Let me read that to you. It says, Then Moses called all the elders of Israel and said to them, Go and select lambs for yourselves according to your clans and kill the Passover lamb. Take a bunch of hyssop branches and dip it in the blood that is in the basin and touch the lintel and the two doorposts with the blood that is in the basin. None of you shall go out of the door of his house until the morning. For the Lord will pass through 
to strike the Egyptians. And when he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to enter your houses to strike you. Now that right there is the origin of the word Passover. The Lord would literally pass over the house if the blood was sprinkled with, uh, with a branch of the hyssop. Uh, take it, dip it in the blood of the lamb and, and spread it on the sides and across the top of the door frame. And under the blood, the house was safe. Moses had a firstborn son in his house. Moses was a firstborn son. This was no theoretical matter for Moses. It was literally a matter of life and death for him and the whole nation of Israel. But Moses believed the Lord. He believed his word. And so he sprinkled the blood on the doorframe. Moses put himself, his house, and the nation under the blood. So we see the keeping of the Passover, the sprinkling of the blood, and thirdly, we see the salvation of of the firstborn. By faith he kept the Passover and sprinkled the blood so that the destroyer of the firstborn might not touch them. Moses believed the Lord, he obeyed the word of the Lord, and the firstborn of Israel were saved. Of course, the destroyer was the angel of death, but we read it was the Lord himself who passed through Egypt. That night. Now let's pull all this together. It was either the blood of the firstborn or the blood of the lamb. Either the lamb died or the firstborn son died. The lamb was substituted for the firstborn. The Lord came through that night and the firstborn of Egypt died. We read that the firstborn of the servants died. The firstborn who was in the prison cell died. All the way up to Pharaoh's own firstborn son died. Even the firstborn of the flocks and herds of the Egyptians died that night. But there was a place of safety, a place where no blood would be shed. And that was where the blood already had been shed and Israel went free that very night 
when his own firstborn son was taken away from him, Pharaoh finally told Moses to get out. Take your people and leave. That was the first Passover. And it was at the last Passover. The last legitimate Passover ever observed on this earth that our Lord Jesus Christ took bread and said, This is my body, which is broken for you. Take and eat. Likewise, after supper, when he he took the cup when he supped and said, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. You know, at the Passover, they had to eat the roasted flesh of the lamb, the very lamb who was sacrificed for their salvation. They ate it. And Jesus took the bread and said, This is my body, which is broken for you. Take, eat. The Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Luke chapter 11 and verse 32 says that Jesus was about to accomplish an exodus at Jerusalem. And John the Baptist cried, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. My friends, there is a greater lamb, a lamb of which the Passover was barely a shadow. And there is a greater exodus than the Hebrews leaving slavery in Egypt. There is an exodus that our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, our Passover, there's an exodus He accomplished. An exodus from sin and death and the fear of death. And there is a greater place of safety than even they had under the blood in Egypt that night. And it is under the blood of the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ. And there is a greater judgment coming than came over Egypt that night it is the final day of judgment and like that judgment in Egypt 
this judgment will lead to a final exodus. And like the firstborn of Israel, we all need a substitute. We all need a lamb to shield us from that judgment that is coming. Jesus Christ is the one, the Lamb of God, the Passover Lamb who truly covers his people. We sang a song a few minutes ago. It's the Word of God. We sang the 91st song. Think about those words. Under the care of my God the Almighty, safe in the secret place of the Most High. He is my refuge. The Lord is my fortress. Him I am trusting when trouble is nigh. Be not afraid for the terror of midnight nor for the arrow that hasteth to slay. Fear not the pestilence walking in darkness, nor the destroyer that wasteth by day. Seek the Most High for thy sure habitation unto Jehovah for refuge now fly. There shall no evil befall thee nor harm thee, Unto thy dwelling no plague shall come nigh. The children of Israel under the blood of the Lamb experienced the reality that was written years later in Psalm 91. And we sang centuries later this morning. There is one place where this is true. There is one place where we need not fear the terror of midnight, nor the arrow that hasteth the slave, nor the pestilence walking in darkness, nor the destroyer that wasteth by day. That is under the wings of Almighty God. And that is found only under the blood of Jesus Christ. It is under the blood of Jesus that we are safe under his wings. That night in Egypt, the Hebrews had to be in the house under the blood. Moses told them, you can't leave the house. You can't pass through 
that door frame and be outside the blood that night. But our text in Hebrews eleven twenty eight shows us the real key was not so much the physical location as the faith that kept him in the physical location. He obeyed God because he believed him. He had faith. And we are safe in Christ under his blood by faith. You had to get in the house that night. And you got to get into Jesus Christ. Are you in Christ? We're about to come to this table, and unlike that Passover in Egypt, we come to a bloodless table and a bloodless sacrifice because the Lamb of God shed His blood once and for all. There's no need for another sacrifice, no need for another drop of blood. But as they were commanded to keep the Passover from year to year as a memorial, so our Lord Jesus Christ said to do this in remembrance of him that we might show his death until he comes. At that Passover in Egypt, they ate the lamb that was slain. They roasted it and ate it. We don't eat Jesus. But he took that bread and said this, is my body. It's bread. But we draw our life from his death. It is not the elements of bread and wine, but the risen Lord Jesus Christ himself who communicates his life to us, to all who are in him by faith. On that night, when Jesus at the last Passover instituted the Lord's Supper, they sang the Psalms from the portions of Scripture called the Egyptian Hallel. And it is our custom to sing from our Bible song number 242, which is Psalm 116, which is one of the various psalms that our Lord Jesus himself sang at the Passover when he instituted the Lord's Supper.